Welcome to She's Abundant, the podcast that empowers visionary women in business to master their mindset, amplify their strategies, and embrace their spiritual journey. I'm your host, Siobhan, a mindset and business coach who is here to guide you on your transformative path towards abundance and success, because the world needs more of what you're bringing to it. Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about how our limiting beliefs can be holding us back from our next levels in business. So we talk all the time about, well, if you follow me or if you've been in my world, I will talk about all the time how your business is a reflection of you. And we talk a lot about the subconscious mind and how that is dictating your outcomes, your results, your success, your income, the type of clients you're attracting. And that's all well and good to say, but I want to dive a little bit deeper into why this is actually the case. This isn't just something that I've made up in my head. This isn't something that is necessarily woo-woo. So yeah, it's not spiritual, it's not woo, it's actually based around our brains and our psychology and how everything works within. So basically, our subconscious mind controls 95% of what we do. This has been proven in science. So at any one time, our brain is processing 2 million bits of information. So bits as in B-I-T-Z, which is like computers, basically. So it's processing all of this information. It's so much information. And all of that is coming in through our senses. So sight, hearing, smell, taste, touch. And that's all coming in all at once. But our brains can't our conscious mind can't handle that much information. So it needs to be broken down. And our, what our brains do is it generalizes, it deletes, and it distorts all of that information into just 126 bits that comes into our conscious brains. So you can imagine when you're sitting there and say you're watching TV, there's actually a lot more going on around you You know, your dog could be playing with its toy. The light could be coming in through the window. There could be birds outside. A plane could go overhead. You could be um, feeling the comfiness of your couch. Like there's a lot going on that you could bring your conscious mind to, but you're only really focused on what's going on on the TV. So at that time, everything else is getting distorted, deleted, and filtered out um, so that you can watch that show on TV. And it's basically like that in your everyday life. So you're only going to be taking in roughly 126 out of 2 million bits of information at any one time. So that is a lot of information that we're not processing, that we're not getting consciously. And that's all happening in our subconscious. So it happens on an automatic process that we're not even aware of most of the time. Now, what actually happens is that The filters that are determining what comes to your conscious is based on a lot of different things. So it could be the time of day you're getting the information, where you are when you get the information, what mood you're in, the language, your memories, any decisions that you've made. And then ultimately, it also comes down to your beliefs, your values, and your identity. So we need to work on all of these filters so that 
we are bringing up the characteristics of who we want to be into our conscious reality because otherwise it's going to get generalized, deleted and distorted out based on our filters. So that all might sound a little bit complicated, but let's let's break it down a little bit more in a more simple way. So say you are with your significant other, okay? If you don't have one, let's just imagine that you do, okay? (laughs) So you're with your significant other and it's, you know, it's dinner time. It's 6 p.m., 6.30 and your partner says to you, what do you want for dinner? Or would you like to have pasta for dinner? And you say, oh my gosh, yes, I would love pasta. I am so hungry. But now imagine that it is three in the morning and they've woken you up. And you've really wanted this sleep, like this sleep, you've been just like, you haven't had much sleep lately. You really needed this sleep. And at 3am, they tap you on the shoulder and they wake you up and they say, Hey, what do you want for dinner tomorrow night? Do you want pasta? Now, unless you are extremely, extremely obsessed with pasta, which I know some of us are, but generally we are not going to be super happy that they have woken us up at 3am when we really needed this sleep to ask us if we want pasta. So that's the time situation. So they've asked you at the wrong time and that you're in bed. So time and location. Also, your mood is going to affect how you react to your partner. So if you had been sitting there before dinner, you might have responded with, excitement or happiness or contentment or you know something positive being like yes I really want pasta in the 3am scenario you're probably going to be a little bit more moody because you're tired like you've woken up you're now you're a bit cranky and so you're going to respond differently so this is exactly the same as anything else that we interpret in our world now this is where it gets really really interesting is that when we're taking in all of this information, the subconscious mind is filtering it out, not only based on those time, location, mood, all of those things, but it's also basing it off our beliefs, our values, and our identities. Now, what this means is that there are situations where we could be filtering out important information that could help us in our you know, um, road to success, in our path to success, in our business. And we might be filtering it out based on a subconscious belief that we didn't realize that we have. And this is the biggest thing. And this is why I love this work so, so much is because we can shift these things, we can change our beliefs, we can change our values, we can change our identities. And a lot of people will think or say that their beliefs are that they, you know, that they love money, that they want money, that they want success or they want those clients. But want and believing it's true or for you are completely different things. And we might consciously want something, but we have to remember that that's only the 5%. It's like 5 to 10% of what we're actually getting in our real life. So no matter how hard you try with your marketing, with your sales, with all of those things, if that is only giving you 5 to 10% of your uh, results. If it's only the, you know, that information, that 126 bits of information that you're getting, do you really think that you're going to be able to get there if deep down you have a belief that doesn't align with that? So let's play this out a little bit further. As a child from ages zero to seven, we are a walking subconscious mind. So that means that we don't yet have this filter. So we 
developed something around the age of seven called a critical faculty. And that is kind of like that gatekeeper, that security guard that is the entrance to the filter. And that's when all of that information will go through those filters. So we don't actually have that from ages zero to seven. And this is why um, childhood trauma, you know, big T trauma, little T trauma, no matter what it is, is so important in our lives to resolve because we are literally soaking up every single thing like a sponge from ages zero to seven. You don't have to be scared about this. You don't have to worry. If you've had a crappy childhood, if you've had things happen in your childhood, it is okay. You can still succeed. You can still have amazing beliefs and all of those things. So a lot of what happens when we're a child, we start to take on as our beliefs and our values and our identity. Even if we didn't feel good about it, we didn't want it, we didn't want to experience those things particularly when it comes to something that your parents or your um, the people that you looked up to when you're a child have said and done, we model their behavior. We model their beliefs, their values and identities. So whatever they are telling us, we are taking to be truth. And so what happens throughout our lifetime is that we start to build up evidence of the things that we experienced from zero to seven to be true. So for example, if you grew up in a home where there was a money scarcity, so you know your, your parents are getting paid to pay and all of those things, and this is something that I've experienced in my childhood. And so then you start to grow up and you think that money doesn't grow on trees and you have to work really hard for money and you have to get a really good job, you have to go to university, you know, whatever those beliefs that your family had are now instilled into you and you start to have money problems. And this Again, it's completely not your fault. This isn't a blame game. This isn't your parents' fault necessarily. It's just how our brain works. So we don't need to attach any meaning to it. And this is the other thing is that once we start to build up evidence and we start to build up our beliefs and our values and identities, we start to create our meaning of ourselves and of the world. And this affects how we feel. And then that also affects how we behave and the actions that we take. And so that is where it comes back to, we need to remove or change or align our decisions and beliefs and values and identities so that we can change our behaviors and actions to produce the result that we want. Now you can start to see how your perception is projection. So whatever you believe to be true is what you will see in the world because you are filtering out all of the other information that doesn't align with your values, identities, beliefs, and all of those things. So let's go back to the money scarcity issue, for example. So say that I believe that it's money's really hard to come by. Money's really hard to make and it's really hard to make in your own business. And that's just because that's what I saw when I was younger. That's what I was told by my, you know, um, role models when I was younger. And so now I have my own business and I'm doing all of this marketing and I'm promoting, like I'm doing really well in promoting all my sales. I'm showing up consistently, but I'm still not seeing the money that I want to see in my business. And it could be because of this limiting belief. And actually most likely it is because when I have that belief of money is scarce, money's hard to make in your own business. 
my brain is going to filter everything out based on that belief. So any opportunities that might actually be helpful for me to make more money or the way that I'll be showing up in my business, the energy that I'm putting out, the way that I'm interacting with clients, my expectations of how clients are going to behave and convert and you know what they're willing to pay, all of those things, I'm going to take action on in a way that is going to be a self-fulfilling prophecy of my belief that money is scarce and hard to make. So until I remove or change that limiting belief, I am going to most likely experience money issues in my business. So you can see how this is like going around in a bit of a circle now because it's all like a cycle. So Whatever you believe is going to be whatever you see, hear, smell, taste, touch in a conscious way, even if there's other things available to you. So it's going to be like if you were scrolling for a job and you didn't believe that you could earn $100,000 and so you click from 40 to 65 grand instead of 100k but there might have been a job perfectly suited to your you and your capabilities and that company might have loved you but you haven't selected that filter and so it's not going to show up in your feed (laughs) and so that's exactly the same as the filters that you have running in your subconscious mind now that we know how the subconscious mind works we can use it to our advantage because now we can basically reverse engineer all of that to you know, create the results and the outcome that we want, which for most of us is success in our business, a certain level of income, a certain type of client, you know, financial freedom, time freedom, whatever it is for you. Now we can create that those results based on your behaviors and actions. And more importantly, what's going to be running subconsciously and automatically, which is in your subconscious mind. So how do we actually do that? Well, you can do it a couple of ways. The first way is to consciously do certain actions that will rewire your, um, you know, kind of your neural pathways in your brain and things like that. So this can work like, for example, the Wonder Woman pose. So we can actually make our body move in a physical way to create an emotional state. So when we put our hands on our hips and we stand in front of the mirror in a Wonder Woman pose, at first it might feel a little bit silly, but after a few minutes, you're going to find that you feel more confident than you did before. By changing your physiological state, which is putting your hands on your hips and your chin up and your shoulders back and all of those things, you are then changing your mood. And by changing your mood, you're obviously going to then change your results because when you're in a better mood you're more likely to make better decisions and all of those things that lead on from that so you can do it that way you can you know use your physiology to create certain results and similarly when we you know want to start working out more we might buy gym clothes we might buy a membership but that's only changing our environment and eventually that's only going to last so long because we really need to deep down embody the type of person that is going to the gym and is committed to going to the gym or to that workout class or whatever it is and 
the motivation and the willpower is never going to outweigh what is deep down in your identity, your values, and your beliefs. So if you want long-lasting, fast change, you are best off working on the level of your identity, your values, and your beliefs. But this is why I'm always saying embody your next level self. So if you go into a visualization about the type of success that you want in your business, whatever your dream business looks like, and then you start taking actions and act in a way that that person who is you at that level would behave and how they would take action, you are going to create your results much, much faster. But you're only going to be able to do that if you actually believe that you can do it. So we can, in a way, fake it till we make it, but it is going to take a bit longer because our subconscious needs to catch up. You know, we can't just be like, I'm a multimillionaire and our, you know, our body's going to believe that. It's going to take a lot of consistency in that state for you to eventually believe that that's possible. So the fastest way to rewire your subconscious mind is to work with a certified coach, someone who's certified in neuro-linguistic programming, hypnosis, emotional freedom techniques, anything that is going to directly access your subconscious mind is going to help you rewire so much faster. So this is exactly what I do with my clients when I work with them, whether it's in a group or whether it's one-on-one and we tap into your subconscious beliefs and we go really deep into what is holding you back from your next level. And often it's not the surface thing that you think it is. (laughs) So, you know, you could be like, oh, you know, I'm introverted and I'm shy and I don't want to show my face on camera. And you think that that's what's stopping you from, you know, showing up and selling. And then we find out that deep down it's because you have a fear of failure or because you're afraid of what people are going to say or because if you succeed, your family might disown you. And so there's always something deeper down and a great coach is going to be able to help you get to the bottom of that. And then we can use techniques in neuro-linguistic programming or like I said, hypnosis and things like that to contact the subconscious mind and to talk to the subconscious mind in a language that it understands and basically we we rewire it and we can do this really quickly it doesn't have to be this like arduous long ongoing thing and you know we're so used to like suffering especially women we tend to suffer um, and we suffer in silence and we think like I can do and even entrepreneurs we have this burden as well we think that we can do everything on our own I mean, you have to get to a point where you need to realize that it's okay to get help and actually it's quicker. (laughs) So if you want to succeed, it's going to be way quicker for you to ask for help in the areas that you can't do yourself or you don't know as much than if you did it on your own. So lighten the load, get someone to help you, (laughs) contact me, DM me, let's talk about it. I would love to have you and let's rewire those limiting beliefs that could be holding you back from your next level. So I hope that was helpful in showing you how the subconscious mind works a little bit. It can be a little complicated. It can be a little confusing, but at the end of the day, it's basically like our brain has a security guard that's keeping a lot of information from us. It's hiding it from us so that we don't even realize and it can be sabotaging. But the great thing is that you can rewire it and get it on board with your big goals and dreams and achieve success that much faster. So if you love this episode, let me know, DM me on Instagram and I'll see you in the next episode. 